This is episode three, part two, our startup dynasty for Dynasty Sup, our draft recap, uh, probably rounds three, four, and five. Welcome back to the show, part two. All right, so we are on to Christian McCaffrey, where Cody wanted to talk about McCaffrey versus McKinnon. Yep, and I, I was I was really hoping that you know he was going to wrap around to me. Um, looking at JT's roster, I was hoping he was going to go Levon Bell, a wide receiver, and then do another wide receiver because he had Bell. But yeah, no. Um. So here's what happened, and this is why, because it was me. <laughs> so you you were thinking JT it's really me controlling JT stuff um, so at that time I literally literally like I had I had double wide receiver in my head I, I truly did but I, I feared the drop off so bad in running backs because I was like alright McCaffrey will be there and then like coming back in the four like if if I don't take McCaffrey there Coming back in the four, I possibly had Kenyon Drake, Jarek McKinnon, Joe Mixon, Alex Collins, all the guys that ended up going in the four, possibly coming back to me. But I was like, I I felt McCaffrey is such a great RB2 in PPR. I was like, JT is going to be happy with him. And because I was drafting for him, I know other owners want McCaffrey. I didn't fully know. Like, I don't have a draft board for JT. As much as we talked on that podcast, we hardly talked about who he wanted because we were trying to set up the league in the podcast. So, like, I actually went back and listened to the podcast twice to just look for who he might want. Like, I was doing that the whole time while all this draft was going on. Because if I'm ever responsible for, for you, I want to do what you would do. I don't want to do what I would do. So, that, that's where I came from on that. Uh, but I just feared he would not have a running back getting back to him. And I knew there's so many wide receivers available. I was like, nope. So, that good choice. So unfortunately, that's why you, after Mike Evans went to John. So Mike, uh, so John has, John and I were talking. He's like, well, what? Do I? I was like, dude, you have a wide receiver as a tight end. I was like, you could go wide receiver, wide receiver, start from there, which some teams do, and just hope to pick up running backs later. He's like, that's what it looks like at this point. Like you, you at some point, you just forfeit the running back, and then you say, that hopefully, I get some rookies. Right. And if like John hits the one-one, he's a Giants fan for life. Seriously. I'm looking. I'm looking at John's roster, and I'm sitting here saying he's handcuffed some people. Some people. Yeah, because if I, if, <laughs> if Dalvin Cook is injured, he's got you. If you well, if you look at his roster, he has what I would normally draft. Like he's got the Browns backfield, which I didn't fully understand the Carlos Hyde thing. I don't know if like John knew that Hyde went to Cleveland, or if he's just making sure he has both backs besides Chubb. Um, so for the listeners, you can't see the board. I'm only touching on this, and then we'll get back to the regular round. Uh, OBJ, Kelsey, Evans, Stafford, and Rivers, all of us went bonkers on. I think it text Cody immediately. as like, that was sick. Because Stafford and Rivers score. They just score. Usually you don't want to see them at four and five. You want to see them seven and eight or six and seven. Um, but John stacked them up there. He had Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, Latavius Murray. Uh, he's got some handcuffs. And I'm sitting here thinking as I see this develop, I'm like, I guess John and I will have to see if, how we are as trade partners. Yep. Um, but I have to be careful there. As So I've been kind of itching to get into a league I'm not the commissioner of, so I don't have to make ethical decisions in trades, um, in handling. Like John's a casual and he's new. I'm like the guy that reads anything, everything I possibly can. So I can't fleece one of my owners. And I can't have you other 10 owners thinking Ben just grabbed the casual guy. Um, so I have to be very careful on how I handle that. After three years, you're on your own, kid. You know what I mean? But this is right now. So, um, But I'm sure a trade will probably happen, and I'll do my best to make it as fair as possible. Um, the last thing I want is a, a mutiny. Uh, ben, you got anything on the McCaffrey-McKinnon gimmick? I think McKinnon's overrated. I think he's really overrated. But, um, I like he was never very good in Minnesota. He wasn't really the star back there, even okay. when he had a chance. Like he lost goal line carries to Mike Asiata of all people. Like I don't think he's going to lose anymore. <laughs> he's so, not. I mean, yeah, so like he's going to lose goal line. He's going to lose 
you know, he might even lose passing downs on some occasions. Like, I think he was a, a pretty big reach. Like, I'd rather just have Deion Lewis, like, four rounds later, you know, or two rounds later or whatever. That's that's a fair comparison, actually, now that you say that. But yeah, I don't think so – like, think... Tariq Cohen later, you know, like, I think Cohen's better. I think I think there's other better no, options. Well, all right, so, so here's – the, your specific slant is coming from um, saying the 49ers are definitely running two. Everybody else's Jarrett McKinnon hype is he's all three downs. That's yeah. what everybody else's hype is. So you're you're the, the right. contrarian, so and that is. makes sense, right? Yeah. So in your case, that I, makes perf- those are perfect comparisons. I, also think like, I think like a good PPR back could also pick up. You know, I'm I'm just not big on McKinnon. Like I just don't think he's very good. So like I think a good PPR. Even just like a good, you know, two, three, you know, second, third down back could probably steal enough points to be better than him without sacrificing a spot. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a perfect take with what you said, assuming it's double backs, and Shanahan is yeah. known to do that. Um, so from yeah, there. I could be so wrong. I mean, he could end up being a master. So, like, it's, you sure. know, McKinnon could just set it on fire, and I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, from there, a wide receiver run happened. Uh, Tyreek, uh, and again, va- value for days here, like to me. Um, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Doug Baldwin, uh, Adam Thielen, and Josh Gordon. Boom, boom, boom. It was like, okay, so if you thought you had a wide receiver coming around, you do not. <laughs> and I, I like Josh Gordon. I do. I like that pickup. I, yeah. cu- I cussed him out. Yeah. I literally... <laughs> Actually, no. I started talking trade to you immediately, didn't I, Ben? Yeah, Cody. You know that that that's Ben that took him. That was Ben that took him. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So uh, I'm a Browns homeboy, and literally, I in my head, I wanted to go running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. So after this run, and then when Gordon came off, I'm like, nope. Everybody's telling me I have one or two more running backs to grab. I then debated um, Joe Mixon versus Jordan Howard. This is a hot debate. They're very comparable. They both have bad traits. Joe Mixon doesn't really get breakaways. Uh, Joe Mixon is supposedly the next Le'Veon Bell. Joe Mixon is something of an attitude here and there. Joe Mixon can give you 20 and disappear. However, upgraded line in Cincinnati. Oh, and unfortunately, that same coach is still there for some ungodly reason. It's kind of like Hugh Jackson. Yeah, um, um, I don't. I don't. I, I like Joe Mixon. I was actually going to pick him up earlier, but then I was like, I'm kind of liking what the 49ers are doing as well. So, um, yeah. So if any of you had picked Mixon earlier, I was going McKinnon. Just so you know. Yeah. So. Um, I actually, I wanted Gordon, but McKinnon and Mixon were in the mix, and then Howard as well. I like Mixon. I view him how you view him. Um, and I was over him over Howard as well because I think Howard's going to be sharing the ball with Tree Cohen. Um, yeah. Yes. So opposite of that, you got Giovanni Bernard supposedly still in the mix in Cincinnati. This, this is his last year, though, right? Gio yeah. Bernard. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. Uh, and my main thing there is like Mixon to me is still turning on. He's still figuring things out. He runs Levy and Bell style. So if you don't have the proper offensive line scheme. Uh, that they understand that you got a guy kind of chopping his feet behind you looking to explode. Uh, it, it's different. If everybody remembers, Levy and Bell didn't come on until like they sorted it out. Uh, but for me, watching all the signals per se in the draft that I, wire receiver, wire receiver, I was like, ooh, I could either A, just keep acquiring running backs and then find my way into a roster I want, or B, just the values there. And mixing as RB3, um, just so everybody knows, we're able to play – if you don't go double super flex, uh, or I'm sorry, if you don't go double quarterback or super flex, you could play four running backs. So that's a distinct possibility on a bad bye week for my quarterbacks. I might just slap four four running backs in that mix. Uh, possibility. Uh, after that, I think Sean Juju for me is a little high in the third round. I like it. Uh, I don't. In, I, I, I like it for dynasty. And see, I'm a Steelers homer. Like, and, and, yeah, <laughs> Ben is a Steeler. Like, oh. Like, uh, oh man, AB's gonna get his twenty targets. Like, I mean, case in point, you still had Stephon Diggs and Amari Cooper, who uh, I actually don't like either of those two that much. No, I'd rather Crabtree than Cooper. 
and I don't even like him. And then you got T.Y. Hilton in the mix, and who knows if luck is anything. Like, I just don't know. So I'm oh. not – I I mean, his best bet there, because he already had a running back in um, a quarterback, if, if I was Sean there, I'd probably go ahead and grab uh, – Kelsey's off the board. I probably would have grabbed Ertz right there. At the end of three, I would have grabbed Ertz, set myself up with one of the elites, and, and move forward. Yeah, Joby was oh, really happy. Uh, Cody, what'd you say? Uh, Joby was definitely happy there. Okay. Hey, wait, you're Ben. You're saying Ertz is not elite? No, I don't think he's elite. He's been top three tight end in the past two years. I know. That's you. El- that's elite. <laughs> one, of those, one of those years, like one of those years, Gronk was out. One of the uh, last year, Jordan Howard was out, and I think they're both better. The Eagles. And then one of those years, like. Kelsey got ejected like a game for throwing a flag at a ref. No, I'm sure, but the Eagles score more than every other team in the NFL, so that's the Eagles' only tight end weapon, and they didn't change any of their their wide receivers the same. So uh, I think you're on the outside on saying Ertz is not elite. No, he, I, I, I mean, elite he's definitely role, top five. Like top five in a position to me is the elite. Probably top five. There, but that's that's elite for that position. Five. Well. well Yes, yes and no. Like, All right, so who's your who's who's your top three tight ends? Uh, Kelsey, Gronk, Jordan Reed. See, I Jordan Reed is garbage to me. No, not it's Alex Smith, man. He just made Kelsey a star. And I know. Jordan Reed is good when he's healthy. Like Jordan Reed is amazing. He's not healthy ever. Garbage to me. I want guys oh, playing playing fourteen. Now. Right. I mean, we'll see. Uh, and that being said, if you draft Jordan Reed there, you certainly grab somebody else later yeah. for sure instead of running yeah. two tight ends. But um, why receiver Jordan Howard? Okay, so Joby on the wheel. I think he did good to get at least an RBU 2-1-ish. He's got Jordan Howard, and then he got Zach Ertz that Big Ben doesn't like, Medium Ben likes. <laughs> uh, and Derrick Henry then went to Sean. I don't think Derrick Henry's going to pan out the way people think he is. No. Uh, Deion Lewis is definitely going to take over some passing. Derrick Henry has big, long 60-yard runs. That's true, but they happen in garbage time. Deion Lewis is shifty. He comes out of nowhere and steals like... Yes. RB one. I mean, yeah, yeah, and 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 who knows? Had the Patriots not done six hundred different running backs, what Dion would have been? Um, yeah. So then it comes back to me in the fourth round. I'm sitting here like, oh, I need some wide receiver. Uh, I could just keep locking up some running backs and finagle my way into a roster. Uh, in the back of my head, though, also because we haven't decided the the running back order. I'm like, well, what if I get into the uh, top three in running backs? I'm like, hmm, I don't want to keep loading up on running backs either. And then like <laughs> having to make a, a managerial decision that could backfire. Um, but assets are assets too. So uh, I took Cam Newton. Cam Newton uh, is now with Norv Turner. I think DJ Moore is going to help Cam Newton. Um, I just think Cam Newton might actually be healthy. And I'm not. Not and also the fact that Joby, the one guy that I trade so much with, acquired Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I mean, I basically said, dude, we're gonna talk. So I'm looking honestly at Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers. That's 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 my thinking. Rodgers in the one, Newton in the super. Cody's kind of nodding, like, yeah, it's probably happening. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna have to talk and trade then. Uh, you want Cam? No. You want golf? Are we exposing me drafting golf later? Is that what? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm in Big Ben. You don't. Well, obviously, Big Ben. I already reached out to you about trade. So, uh, as commissioner, league rules. I say no trades during this startup. Uh, I actually kind of like all the yeah, activity. Yeah. Uh, but sense. well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't because I'm seeing a lot of startups. They're involving the rookies, and I'm seeing some cool. Yeah. With casuals, I think it makes perfect sense because not everybody understands what a rookie value is. Not everybody understands how they can mess up their future. Um, but yeah. I'm seeing some cool stuff in the message boards where guys are like trading out of their seven and eight and like trading up and like just extremely going top heavy in their builds, which is cool. 
Um, yeah. So it, like from an experience standpoint, it's cool, but I felt for casual, we need to keep this as straightforward as we can. I mean, we're already struggling without the timer. Um, just so everybody yeah. knows, I set this up without a timer to kind of abide by everybody's work schedules and all that. But to a degree, it's almost frustrating rather than just like blocking, blocking out five hours on one day to where we all hammer it down. Cause I don't, Cody, I imagine you felt it cause it seems we're pretty similar. I get into a rhythm of thought and like a focus. No, but I'll get into a focus where I'm like locked into what I'm thinking and like, as also the commissioner having to hound some of these guys to get on the clock or get in back into the app and make their pick. I've completely like lost what I was trying to do. I, that's happened to me about four or five times already in this draft. Right. And like, yeah. I'll have such a great idea in my head and then I'm like, and it's not even because anybody's other activity It's just how I've dealt with it. So oh, my, mine has been based off of some people's activities. Yeah. Too. I'm just sitting there like, I, I the way I've looked at the draft boards and what I've seen been done, I'm just like, this is what, this is what relatively might pan out for me. And here are some alternate players just in case that player doesn't hit the, the sweet spot for me. Yeah. And just seeing how our draft board and the QB is going early. I'm like, yeah. wow. Like I really had to overthink. Um, I, I kind of did some mocks uh, expecting QBs early, and I don't know if it's what you're used to seeing, but in QB1, you don't see QBs early. In Superflex, you most certainly see QBs early. But the QB, the actual players that I'm seeing going early is is what's catching me off guard. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I took Cam. Uh, then went to Ben, who's tidying up his wide receiver core, taking another gamble. Uh, I don't think it's a gamble. I actually considered T.Y. Hill myself, and then I looked at his uh, points per game last year. I hated it. Yeah. He was he was like three points one. Yeah, he was like three points one game and like forty the other. Like it was just, but yeah. he did that with Brissett. So, right. If luck well, is back, like, you're good. <laughs> right. Literally back to back, my team is depending on rehab, just two different kinds. Like, I got like Josh Gordon sticks and free and uh, luck sticks. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I disagree on the rehab on Gordon. He's pretty set. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. Um, by all accounts, he's taking accountability. He's actually taking uh, Callaway under his wing, um, and he's, yeah. he's, he's owning the process. Um, opposite of that, I fear that T.Y. Hillen might very well be like Jordy Nelson without luck. And everybody's going to argue, oh, well, Hilton put, Hilton put up points with Brissett. I was like, not really. Hilton was the only target. Right. So if you if, – if Yeah, but they it, don't really have a lot of targets now either, though. Right. I mean – and I mean that's a this year move, but for me, dynasty long term wise, I'm not high on Hillen because if he goes somewhere else, he's probably a W two, W three. He's not gonna go anywhere else. He's only like twenty seven. That's fine. I'm, right. I'm fine. With I mean, and again, like, you, I, I was I was looking at ages on him and Gordon. I was like, oh, okay, they're too young. This is fine. Yeah. And you build for this year, honestly, and then you make moves for next year, but you have some thoughts yeah. long term. Yeah, I'm not in awful shape this year. Like I'm not, you know, in tank mode or anything. If like, all your if all your guys are healthy and they go off, you're in good shape. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do wish like honestly I wouldn't have taken Hilton if Cam had been there. Cause like I was I didn't have a quarterback at this point and I was like, uh, you know, Cam Newton's real strong. I mean he's boom bust, but like he's a lot of boom. And then he I mean, gone. in in so the fourth gone. round, you for Cam to get to the fourth round, that's still a little crazy. Uh, Bruce right, took yeah. Bruce took Alex Collins. I actually texted him. I was like, bro, I like how your roster's lining up. Fournette, Wentz, Adam Thielen, and Alex Collins, and I warned him because that's who I am. Uh, the news out of Baltimore for those of you, Alex Collins is in good shape, but Ken Dixon is still around, and Ken Dixon is the guy with the bigger contract. Follow the money. Always follow the money. If it's the guy with more money, they're going to give him more chances. Uh, I think if, like four other podcasts I listened to, they all said the same thing. Um, and then we went to Brady took Gronk. So his roster continues to shape up in a strange form. I am not high on Gronk. I think his retirement talk, what the Patriots are doing. Uh, yes, he will score. You're playing for this year. Sure. Um, and if you're playing strictly value, Gronk in the fourth, yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's, I mean, it's in the fourth, it's insane. But, 
like next year it, it's worth less and then the year after it's probably worth zero yeah so if you are one of those value drafters only uh, i'm not mad at it if you're a future foresight guy not Fortnite, uh <laughs> you are I'm, I'm i'm just not a grunt guy right now i might like if i'm in a playoff push i might reach out to acquire him uh, but that's oh, it sure. And then, different. right, that's a different podcast. Uh, so I don't know about you guys. My endurance is is running out here, uh, but <laughs> we'll we'll finish up probably the fourth and fifth, and then call it a a, a cast. Uh, Leo again to me stretch. I'm a Packers fan. Jimmy Graham had ten touchdowns in Seattle. I project six in Green Bay. Cody nods yes. Four. Yeah. And the, the and Ben, I think in the chat, Ben, I think you said he the guy's a corpse. <laughs> yeah, I did. I uh, I called him a corpse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So six touchdowns to me is still fair. I'm I'm with you, and he's not going to see the yardage action. Um, yeah. And then Brandon, I kind of knew Brandon was going to go this way with Wentz off the board from the other leagues, and uh, I actually 110 percent expected Jared Goff from Brandon. Um, but he's also been high on Jimmy G. I'm not mad at Jimmy G here if he is the truth. The money says he's the truth. The 6-0 at the end says he's the truth. Uh, and they got him a few more weapons. Pettis, I'm talking about you. Pettis, they moved up. Uh, he's a stretch guy. It'll be interesting. Kenyon Drake to Cody. Yep. Again, Cody's looking at one of my other rosters. <laughs> at, at this point I'm sitting here and I'm like well do I wait to grab a QB I was looking at what was available I was like there's plenty still available that I would be okay with settling with, with QB um, but I was just like I need to develop my running back rotation a little bit and I did and yeah and again especially like you you have the ability um to, to run three running backs in this, like in that second, because uh, I forgot to say, we did not go with kickers. So Cody could literally run three running backs. Um, and Kenyon Drake, for those of you not following the Miami backfield mayhem, you, uh, you know, you have Gore, you have Drake, and you have Balaj. Kenyon Drake, I was so high on. I also drafted him at, at the fourth round in another startup. And I was super excited, and then Gore came, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, Gore now we're will die in pads. Like Gore is never going to retire. He's going to well, pass out and just die in pads." I think they'll definitely get two years out of him. He likes being back home. That's cool. I definitely think Gore will be the goal line. Um, but what yeah. people might not know about Kenyon Drake is he was the Alabama running back, pretty sure. And yeah, he's the backup to uh, Derek yeah, Henry. yes. Yeah. And he is a PPR machine when they feed it. They gave him 11 targets in week 15 last year. They got rid of Ajayi to get this guy clearance. They got, they didn't do anything with Damian Williams to give this guy a chance. So that alone, the only thing throwing me off of that is they drafted Balazs, but most teams nowadays need three running backs. It's just a fact. So, uh, Cody's got kids oh, in the background. Can we mention that Damian Williams is an idiot, by the way? Uh, why? What's up? He went to KC. By, by like, tr- that was not a trade. You're right. Right. And in my other league, I have Kareem Hunt. I had Spencer Ware. I still have him. And then at the end of the year, I picked up Damian Williams, and then he went to KC. And I was like, great, okay. Uh, I I think that might have been maybe KC was the only suitors for him at this point. Yeah. If the Dolphins don't want you, <laughs> like, yeah, that's, true. that's that's that that's my take on that. Um, so John got into Matt Stafford in the fourth. Typically, you see Stafford be one of those guys he scores top eight all the time, and nobody drafts him. Uh, he still has Tate and Jones as weapons. Pretty cool. Uh, John worked his way into building the Stafford Rivers stack, which is awesome. Um, and then JT, unfortunately, was still in the hospital, in and out, not responding. And I'm like, all right, what do I do for this guy? He's got a running back, a wide receiver, a running back. I was like, let's just keep with the wide receiver theme. There's still some quarterbacks later. Um, so I Stefan Diggs for JT. And then went back to Austin, who went with Amari Cooper and Jay Ajayi. 
Uh, JHI is kind of like a have to do type move, in my opinion. You're running out of running backs. Ajayi could be a prolific eagle, could be worthless. Depends on his knee. Depends on his role. Um, so I'm not mad at that for Austin. So Austin is girly and Ajayi, which is interesting. Um, JT uh, continued. Again, the Eagles are a top-scoring offense. Alshon Jeffries wins his favorite target. That made sense to me. Um, then... Sure, but you have Diggs and Allen. You're not worried about that. Yeah, I mean, he's old and kind of gimpy, though. And like, like, I, I had him when he was in Chicago. Yeah. A lot of disappointment. And he had the, the shoulder thing going on, um, pretty yeah. sure. But, again, and the whole great. dynasty thing that everybody, oh, he's old, he's old. You hear that all the time. You're playing one yeah. to two to three years. Like, he's good. He's still under contract. He's good. And at WR3, he's definitely good. Um, then John Rivers, and then we go on a little quarterback run. Cody Cousins. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this this was a decision that I had to start making: was do I want to go late with a quarterback and just try to go from there and start my receiver core? Um, I decided to go with the quarterback because of the quarterback run I was seeing, and like when I saw Rivers go, I was like. Kind of expect him to go a little bit later. And yeah, I mean, before all that, you you saw Stafford, Garoppolo. I took Cam, and then Rivers went, and you're like, "Ooh, this no. this could start something." And then you'll I be was, on the wrong side of it. Yep. And I wasn't expecting that double pickup of you know Stafford Rivers from John, and so I was just like, "Okay." Uh, I I picked up Cousins there as just kind of need somebody to generate consistent. Play. Um. Yeah. So for me. Oh. The interesting thing about uh, Dynasty, but more so, uh, I've it, it, just being more familiar with Superflex. I don't know how much Superflex you guys play, but the double pickup and happens a lot in Superflex because you're like, all right, it's time for a quarterback, and you just grab them both and then you move on. Opposite of that, the other strategy is grab somebody elite and just wait for your second one later. Uh, that's Superflex only um, as advice. Um, so I wasn't too shocked to see that stack. In fact, I love that move. I still do. <laughs> I did too. I liked um, it. I was jealous, but I, I would have loved it more at six and seven than four and five, but to, to have that pulled off, that's yeah. Um Cousins is um tons of value there. Like he's got weapons. That's all you need. Yep, and that's and that's yeah. what I was that was the decision. I was like, he's got digs, he's got Thielen, he's got Rudolph, and he's got an O line. So it's like it, there's two ways in football. You either like you pick the weapons because of who their quarterback is. Like Rodgers is like, okay, that might be a WR4 on some other team, but he's got Rodgers. Cool. Um, in this case, Cousins, okay, big deal, but you have all those weapons. Yeah. And now like Trubisky, all of his stuff is going up because he's got weapons now. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's kind of what you debate. Patrick Mahomes, Brandon kind of took a page from me. Everybody thinks Garoppolo is younger. He's actually year five, I believe. Yep. Patrick Mahomes is a gunslingy. I like him in the, the the super flex position, not the starter position. Because um, you can also in this league, just if you have enough wide receivers or running backs, you can maybe jam them in there. But for the most part, most leagues score quarterbacks higher than everything else. So you typically want to always 95, at least 95% of the time. I was going to say 99, but 95% of the time, unless there's some crazy running back, you know, bonuses or something you definitely want to go quarterback and quarterback with the super flex so uh leo pissed me off with this one i was hoping uh fitzgerald would get back to me um because this dynasty i fully expected larry fitzgerald to go later because he again he's old (laughs) um but uh i think i touched on this probably too much in my previous podcast he is chasing jerry rice they're gonna feed him the ball larry fitzgerald is definitely a wr1 um, he either has Bradford or Rosen thrown to him, and in Fitzgerald's route tree, that's fine. Fitzgerald will be yeah. a, a red zone machine and an underneath guy. Possession, fine. Like Rosen can definitely he, do what he is Jerry Rice. Like he yes. is like career Jerry Rice. Yeah, yeah. and Rosen can but definitely he, do what Bradford can do. Like I have no doubts as far right. as just just the accurate passes within seven to fourteen yards, and that that's where you're at with Larry. So. Uh, Brady continued some 
you know, Big Ben. I'm not, I'm not mad at Roethlisberger there. Roethlisberger scores. Uh, all the drama is probably sorting itself out. If uh, Kate Adams from Good Morning Football actually touched on this on one of her weird. So for those of you that have time in the morning to watch uh, NFL Network, Good Morning Football is amazing. Kate Adams touched on how Alex Smith, at, when they drafted Mahomes, he stepped up his game. So she projected the same thing with Mason Rudolph to Ben. Uh, and I'm, and I actually agree with it. Like she had all these stats and different things. And I was like, that makes sense. Um, but, and of course your question is, well, they had Josh Dobbs last year. <laughs> so yeah. what, what did Josh Dobbs just like disappear to the practice squad? Like what is, what is Pittsburgh doing? But I think they see big Ben in Mason. And I think that's why they did that. Yeah. Well, and they Dobbs in what, the sixth or something or like, no, ahead. no Dobbs was fourth and Mason went in the third. Oh, that was the fourth? Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's a little high. I'm pretty sure. Let me actually. I'm pretty sure it was the fourth. Kobe, yeah. here. I, I knew yeah. it was not super early, but fourth is earlier than I'd like. Yeah, hang on. Josh Dobbs, draft round. I, I want to say it was fourth. Um, so... You also – and then Bruce took Alex Smith. I really feel like I talked too much about Alex Smith on the last podcast, and there we are. I'm a victim of my own podcast. Uh, Alex Smith, consistency. Uh, he's not a dink-down guy. He's got weapons. I don't care what you think about the Redskins. They have weapons. Yeah. You got you got Crowder if he's healthy. You got Paul Richardson now. You got guys. You have P. Ryan who can still bang as long as he's healthy. Uh, all in your your lovely Jordan Reed. So Jordan Reed. I think we can't forget uh Doxon. I Doxon. You can have, prime for a breakout. I'm gonna draft Doxon, you can have him. Let's work that out. I will take Gordon for Doxon. It's deal. I'm a hard pass on that. <laughs> hey, you, you sounded like you loved him so much I was about to throw you a cookie. I, I got him both in my other league, but I'm a Gordon truther, you see. He sat on my bench. For three years before he could play. So, um, 1.35. So that sounds like fourth round in the NFL. Yeah, 1.35 sounds like fourth round, right? Yeah. In the in the yeah, NFL. Late, late yep. It was yeah, fourth. Yep. Okay, so Dobbs, we answered that. So Dobbs, I don't know if he's going to get drafted here now that I talked about him. But I actually had him, uh, Cody, you saw that in the, in the rebuild league. Mm-hmm. Yep. Him, him and Davis Webb are definitely on rosters over there. No lie, uh, same. And I just dropped Dobbs. Okay, fair. Yeah, I imagine you picking up Mason. Yeah. Uh, no, didn't get him. Didn't get him in our redraft. Okay. Let's see. And then Ben, you took Luck. We've already touched on that. You have now stacked. You you have the Hilton Luck stack, which I had three years ago when they were good. <laughs> um, yeah, I I was like, okay, if if they. If this pans out, I got real value this week. If it doesn't pan out, okay, I got a first pick next year. So, well, and, and that's exactly right. You you probably have clear yeah. cut either trade chips or cut pieces. Like you're either going to trade them yeah. or cut, cut in. So, um, yeah. and, and, and to do that, you set yourself up. You're probably going to either just so you know, 2019 should be the year of the wide receivers and the rookies. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. Um, Running backs is this year, some wide receiver, but next year's supposed to be. Uh, and, of course, quarterbacks this year. So you might solve yourself anyway um, yep. with a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I could probably get a running back. I was, I was, you know, 75% to get a running back and then probably a quarterback. So yeah. it would be okay. So the irony of the podcast with JT, pretty sure we touched on Mark Ingram, but I didn't touch on him enough. Um He's got a lot of value. He uh, is a thousand yard back now that he, but Peyton and him, who knows um, the PED thing is probably to get through an injury. And um, again, first four, he's out, he's back for week five and then they're on the buy in week six. So I drafted him here. He's my fourth running back. I have had good success acquiring another running back midway through the season to make a final push. And to me, this is saving me a trade. That's why I did that. I was like, all right, he's going to be back in week six or seven. Uh, Who knows what's going on in my backfield. If Cook can make it through, Gordon, 
oh man, Twitter tore me up today with Gordon Cook. It wasn't my post, but some guy was just like outlining all the injuries, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not mad at. Uh, part of my thinking there was somebody else was going to grab Ingram for uh, for value, and it might not be this year value, but I think Ingram being becoming a free agent, he's going to go somewhere as well. Um, and I'm still forcing people uh, to struggle for running back is my my other thought process. If he had wheeled, I would have taken him and probably just run them both out there and been like, hope the Saints are good today. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Sean took Olsen, I think, a little, again, a little early for a guy who had foot problems in the fifth. Uh, And then Joby tightened up with, uh, you know, Detroit's number one or number two. Either way, Jones and Tate are definitely going to share the deep balls from Stafford. And, they, they, I like Galladay more than them. Yeah, see, I can already tell you're a rookie lover. Um, Galladay oh, yeah. is, is 150% boomer bust. Galladay, to me, is going oh, to be yeah. – he, he's going to be – so, obviously, Ben likes boomer bust. I need to find some guys and trade you because I'm all about the low, the high floor. Give well, me the so high you, floor. You look like Calvin Johnson, though, is the thing. Like, no, I agree. He, physical, he's a beast. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think like once, once they get rid of like they're not going to get rid of Golden Tate because he's possession, you know, like he's their slot guy. So I think once they get rid of Marvin Jones, it's going to be Galladay's their deep guy. Mm-hmm. What? How, how many years does uh, Marvin Jones have left? Honestly, didn't even check. I just picked Galladay in like the fifth round of my other league because I was like, okay, this is intriguing. So that's way too and, high. You know, that's way too high. I agree. Like, no, 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 no. Fifth round of the rookie draft. The last oh, round oh, of the rookie draft. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, God, no, no. I say, wait a second. Round. Oh, wow. Oh. Fifth round of the startup league. Ooh. No. That's, uh, I say, like, wait a second. A five in the startup. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm conceding at that so, point. So, okay. While we're trying to educate people on different podcasts, if that is exactly what happens on message boards, and that's exactly, you have to outline your context, you have to outline your roster, you have to outline your league rules to get an appropriate answer. If you say, yeah. hey guys, what do you think of God in the fifth round? I'd, I'd, I'd be like, dude, no, absolutely not. But right, then you say, right, exactly. what do you think? I grabbed him last year in the rookie at the fifth round. I'm like, that's awesome, bro. Um, good, right, yeah, good, like, oh, good value. Yeah, yeah. So it's Cohen use, in the fourth. No, Cohen in the fourth of the rookie draft. Okay, man. Yeah, good, good, good. Like, all right. So to spoil your and again going going to spotrack.com, I think we discussed it before you came on, Ben. Um, the Marvin Jones situation is there's a potential opt out in 2019. Other than that, great. yeah. Other than that, he's slated to be on the books till 2021. So there's who's who controls uh, that. Who controls the out? Hang on. I don't know who controls that out because it doesn't really. That's okay. Like money well, isn't guaranteed in the NFL anyway, so that's fine. No. Yeah, and I mean you could be cut. Right. Yeah. They're not cutting Marvin Jones. He had an amazing year last year. Right. No. 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 I mean he's still. Good in right fact, now, for like... you Lions fans, you're always in a dilemma there. Like, do you take him on both in your roster, or do you just take? Marvin, but Marvin was so, so people know Marvin had a whole bunch of deep bombs for those stats that might not happen again. Think Deshaun Jackson, Tampa. Like it's yeah. if, think Will Fuller, think Stefan Diggs. If those long bombs don't happen, what is your score going to be? And obviously, Ben, you like the boomer bus guys. So, um, I do. So, yeah, that wraps up uh, round five. I think we're going to wrap up the podcast with that and just continue with more shenanigans. Um, in general, I think all of us were thrown for a loop, all three of us, at least on this podcast. Um, ben, any closing remarks with how you think the first five went? Um, it was weird. Uh, it was definitely <laughs> weird. Like, uh, there were a lot of things where I was like, okay, I, I think we're – some of the teams took a bunch of players that were kind of old and win now, but then uh, mixed in players that were, you know, good enough for later. 
but not in ways that you would kind of expect. Sure. And, and, and I think that, that might be, I think that might be for the, the casual people, they know names. It's kind of like name drafting, right. which, ha- which happens for the casuals. Um, case in point, we're not there yet. Uh, I think Cody, wasn't I texting you about this? I'm going to draft somebody that's going to kind of shock people because it's early. And then I drafted Aguilar. Yeah, and I like that move. Yeah, and then you paid me back by drafting Funchess, and I yeah. wanted Funchess to wheel back around to me. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that. But there's there's some stuff that, like, the ones yeah. that research they might do that seems weird to the common people that don't understand it. It's just like yeah. when, I, when I reached out to uh, obtain Duke Johnson, it might seem weird to obtain Duke Johnson, but at the time he was on, he's, he was going to become a free agent. It's just like the, the hype right. for, for Tevin Coleman right now. He's going to be the next Jarrett McKinnon because he's got one year left. Um, things right. like that, that if you're not researched, would seem awkward or weird. Um, mm. But a lot of times, like you, like say, for instance, somebody acquired McKinnon late, late last year, they could get so much value for him right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like Absolutely. you can totally spin it next year. So if you like acquire Tevin Coleman this year and suddenly somebody likes his landing spot, oh man. Mm. Or like yeah, it was weird, like a lot of expiring contracts where I looked at it and I was like, there doesn't seem like there's a good fit for that person, you know? Yeah. So well, I think oh, Cody, yeah, your your wrap up, sorry. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of boomer bus, if he is there. I will take Joe Flacco. I didn't want you. I I didn't. I didn't want you to spoil that yet. Uh, I we'll talk about it tomorrow then. But if he's in late rounds, I'll take him. Well, being that uh, Ben just pulled him, pulled Andy Dalton in the ninth. I don't know if that plan works anymore. I, I don't know either, but he's there. I'll take him. Hang uh, on, Dalton is a different person. Like they're completely different. I think Flacco is going to be there. No, because guess who picks at nine ten right behind Big Ben? I do, and I could go Flacco right now because I could put myself back on the clock. Uh, no, Cody and I talked about this. Um, what you have in Baltimore is uh, a you have the same situation I just touched on that Kay Adams touched on. Um, you, they got Lamar Jackson, so if you're confident yeah. that for the money they're going to give Flacco one more year. It, it could be all money. Uh, they got him two brand new tight ends, which is awesome for Flacco. Uh, you brought in Crabtree, like the, the the and Big Ben. You're you're a boomer bus guy, and that's exactly what Cody just yeah. said. Like that's like uh, I'm gonna swing for the fences with uh, my third quarterback as a super flex. Yeah. Or is yeah, that gonna... I, I got nothing against Flacco as a pick. I just don't think I think he'll be there that late. And I mean, now that we ran this podcast, who 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 knows what's who's going to tune in? And who's, right. I mean, we still have fifteen rounds. <laughs> also, if we're going to go super boomer bust. I'm Sam not. You ACL are. There. <laughs> Sam ACL Bradford is still there. That's I mean, I, so here's the thing: there's a game plan for that. I literally did this in my league with Joby. Uh, I acquired. Pretty sure I I paired McCarron and Allen. I paired Bradford and Rosen, and I paired like I just went all in on like that pairing, and I'm set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially like you're bringing in rookies for old has like possible old husbands. Um, so for my final secret take, Tannehill has a whole bunch of old guys with slot stuff. So if you do get paid PPR, he's gonna be dinking down. Fourth sling in the long ball. Um, Tannehill might actually have value if he's healthy. I'd almost rather go with Tannehill over Flacco, unless you're like if you're talking super flex two. If you're like strapped for a quarterback, I would go Tannehill over Flacco. But if you have your two quarterbacks already, and you're going QB three for some crazy, you know, boomer bust possibility. I'm going Flacco there, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, if your starting lineup's yeah. always set, then you go boom or bust with your third option. If you're not set in your starting lineup yet, you go you go fairly safe uh, floor. Uh, and I think, A, the Dolphins will be trailing. B, they have enough slot-type receivers. They doubled up on slot position for some ungodly reason. Albert Wilson, Damian Amendola, like, it's the same guy. Except for Albert Wilson, to me, showed more talent in Kansas City, but who knows how it's going to pan out. 
Yeah. He also does have a concussion history. Albert does or Amendola? Uh, Albert does not. Amendola okay. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the shoulder, too. Yeah. Cody, what yeah. you got? My thought on Flacco is, is that I look at the defense, and I'm sitting here saying Baltimore defense is just – They're still good. They're still good, and they reloaded. And they're reloaded. They can intercept, and I think that that, that the ball – that Flacco will see the ball more. And if he has those weapons, he has chances to throw it to Crabtree who can make space. And he's a possession guy. So I think I touched on this earlier. I actually like to go the other way. I like to have bad defenses because you're always playing from behind. That's the other type of quarterback you want. So you don't want those running backs on those teams, but you certainly don't mind the quarterback because he's just always throwing. Um, And that's how C.J. Bithard scored 38 last year. They were so far behind, he was just throwing all the time. (laughs) Oh, C.J. Bithard, 38 points. Awesome. So, um, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. That was the review of our startup draft for Dynasty Sup League. We are the supplement and support to your Dynasty Football League. Ben McDowell joined us late. He's booming with his phone. He probably broke some eardrums tonight, Big Ben. Uh, Hopefully I can level it out. Cody, appreciate you hopping on. Uh, I think we'll, we'll do it again after we see some more shenanigans. So that was one through five, and we got six, seven, eight, nine, ten probably coming up sometime soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter, Dynasty Sup Guys. Email us, Dynasty Sup Guys at gmail.com. Instagram, Dynasty Sup Guys. Uh, and the website's still not up. That was just straight up DynastySup.com. Uh, you can listen to us now on Spotify. Radio Public, anything else. I was trying to sort it out, just trying to get it everywhere. Share it with your friends. Hopefully you got something from this. Uh, hopefully Ben and Cody are getting some entertainment out of this. And that's why we pay to play, right? Yep. So, I had a cat jump in my, my face. So, All right. We will uh, catch you guys on the flip. So, later. later. All right. Later.
Anyway, so JT, unfortunately, was in the hospital, and that's still me controlling his draft. Best available. Keenan Allen should not have made it this far. That was an easy, easy peasy. <laughs> um, and then it went to Austin. Austin's absolutely thrilled to have Todd Gurley, A.J. Green, and Deshaun Watson. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's like me and Austin. Austin's just like, yeah, I'm doing backflips, bro. I'm like, yeah, no doubt. Uh, any comments on Deshaun Watson falling to the third? Um, I like it. I mean, it's it's high risk. It's dynasty. And yeah, and but Deshaun's going in the first in some league. Yeah, I wish he had fallen to me. I was hoping. You you wish he hoped wheeled back to you? Yeah, I was hoping. Like I Dude, thought he was yeah. still there. He no yeah, way. He was yeah. Low because of the points <laughs> last year and all that. And I'm like, okay, please. No, no way is Watson getting to the three nine. No way. No. If he does, like that league's even crazier than this league. <laughs> so that uh, wraps up episode three, the first two rounds of our check back on the startup dynasty draft. We will move on to episode three, part two. And move into the third, fourth, and fifth rounds. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the next one on Dynasty Sup.